Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Today's show, I'm joined by renowned erotic photographer and director Holly Randall. She's host of the Playboy TV series Adult Film School, which helps couples live out their real-life sexual fantasies. She's here to talk erotica, fantasies, and why confidence is the sexiest thing anyone can wear and how you can get it. Thanks for listening. Okay, you know I'm always saying how important it is to mix things up in the bedroom? Well, Hustler Hollywood stores should be your main destination for the best toys, erotica, the sexiest lingerie, and most of all, the easiest way to find the answers you've been looking for on how to, on how to enhance your sex life. Because I'm always saying, spice it up, talk to your partner, and people are like, we can't talk about this, so just want to go to a store, have a date night, check it out. There is everything in this store that could fulfill your fantasies. Um, there is one in Hollywood, there are there, 12 stores around the country you got to check them out and it's unlike other adult novelty stores they turn shopping for sex toys into an enjoyable and enlightening experience i've been very enlightened there i have to say each store is filled with attractive displays and they have great staff and they help you like find the toys you want and um yeah and if you're not sure where there is a hustler store near you you should visit hustlerhollywoodstores.com find your local hustler hollywood location here's the best part they love my sex with emily listeners so all you got to do to make your sex life better um, is they're offering a 20 percent discount if you mention sex with emily at checkout in the words of hustler sex is free we sell the accessories so mention sex with emily get 20 percent off all your sexy purchases happy shopping Into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. about sex relationships and everything in between for more information go to sexwithemily.com we can check out our podcast sign up for our mailing list we're updating it every single day and you can learn if you're not always able to listen to the podcast i promise you you're going to find a lot to read on our website and videos and also on social media we're always tweeting out you know interesting articles and things that we've written quotes stuff like that that you will like and change your life that is all on instagram and twitter and um, Facebook, Sex with Emily. And I'm here with the lovely Menace, who I miss What's going terribly. on? I know. I know, it's a I feel sad. like I haven't been here in a while. You haven't. We haven't. Like, I don't even know what the hell is going on with you. You're the one that's all over the place. Everyone says that, but you're all over the place. But you're really, you're only in Las Vegas. But you, <laughs> and Disneyland. But, but you know, that's cool. You're all over. I know. How's your life going? What's my, going on? You know, it's been good. I think, where was I in my dating scale last time we saw each other? I was starting to do Hinge and all that. You were, uh, no, you were casually dating a uh, mystery man that you would not tell me about. Done. Over. Oh, already? Oh, yeah. That's so I had so, so much hope for that one. Why? Why would you have hope for that one out of <laughs> all the casual mystery men I've know. dated in 10 years? I think, this is weird. I thought that you might be the one woman that would change, but you won't change, so <laughs> forget it. Honey, I think that too. And you know what? 
It's funny you say that. I am changing. Here's the thing. I don't think we all change that much. Yeah. I think we learn to accept who we are and we learn to adapt with, we learn to adapt to our challenges that we have in life and whatever struggles we have or whatever, whatever it is that presents themselves in our mm-hmm. life as issues or challenges or where we want to grow. I'm always going to be me. Mm-hmm. So for example, in relationships, I've not, you know, I've never been looking for that traditional relationship ever since I've known you. Right. But I'm also open to just now I'm proactively dating, which I've never done before. Mm-hmm. Cause I realized that what I did was I always dated people who, you know, I always met a lot of guys asked me out, mm-hmm. let's just go out. And I felt like I was reactively dating. I wasn't proactively dating. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, yeah, I'll go with you. I met you at the bar. I'll go. My friend, Andrew used to joke with me. He's like, Emily, I feel like, I swear to God, you're like at a party, you trip over some guy and he has your boyfriend for two years. Yeah. And that's kind of what was happening to me. So now how I'm changing is that I'm proactively choosing rather than just saying, oh, I met th- these few guys asked me out, I'll go out them, I'll pick one, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, just telling people I'm single, meeting guys, giving them, you know, going out with them and also doing a little bit of online dating, which is a full-time job which I don't have time for because I already have two. So now you're on Hinge and that's like works through it's people like, that you know, right? It's like Facebook. I mean, it's like Tinder. Mm-hmm. However, you have to have a mutual friend in common. Okay. Kind of yeah. like LinkedIn. Yeah. Kind of like <laughs> LinkedIn. Know? Remember they started that LinkedIn dating site? Oh, they um, did? Yeah. I didn't even know about they that. They did. I don't know how well it went along. Uh, but apparently, you know, it's been fun. But I would have heard about it if it did well. Yeah, that's true. I guess it didn't do that well. Um, so yeah, it's just been fun. I've been going out. Just trying to like go out more and have a good time. Cool. And been traveling and where have I been? I don't trying to think since I saw you. Um, oh, I did that huge like Israel and all that stuff. But right now I'm in town. What about you? Uh, oh, just extremely busy here in Los Angeles doing the morning show. And a lot of Sex with Emily listeners listen to the morning show that I'm on called The Woody Show. It's right. A, um, it's also on iTunes. Just search out The Woody Show. But it's like I'm cross-promoting all the time. I shout you out on the show when, you know, anytime sex talk comes up, I go, oh, well, Emily from Sex with Emily says, you know, so I, I, I love give you a it. shout out. So I was actually on iTunes and I was um, working on a couple things and I look and I see that you are in the top 250 podcasts in all of iTunes. Are you serious? ITunes. Do you know how crazy that is? Do you know how many podcasts there is? Wait, dude, when? Since when? I did not I know that. I just checked like the other day. And not, not in health, but in all podcasts. In all podcasts, it's in the top 250. Dude, there's 200,000 podcasts. Yeah. Insane, oh my God. right? So I, I, I thank you, idea. everyone that listens. Oh, I love you. I love you all. And mm-hmm. um, I, that's just, I could cry. That's amazing. That's crazy. Thank so you, everyone, for listening. Keep on rating and reviewing. If you listen to the podcast, please, I mean, that's the least you can do. I, You yeah. know, I don't want to shame you or <laughs> guilt trip you into it, but... You know, it does cost money out of Emily's pocket just to even put this together. Exactly. It's okay. You can I'm have some of brownie, that brownie. I'm eating a brownie, you guys. I'm go really ahead. hungry. I'm eating a brownie. We can totally hear it, so just go ahead and eat it. <laughs> so the the thing is, it's just like, that's just the least you can do. Just go to iTunes, rate it, give it, you know, five stars, please. And right. then And then just uh, write a comment in there because in there, that actually helps us. And then that oh, helps. Oh, that helps us? Yeah. In the, okay. And it helps the, the show going. Cool. But I was just so impressed. I couldn't believe it because I go, you know what? I'm going to look in, you know, what is the top podcast? And I just, I was like scrolling down and I saw Sex with Emily right up there. I was like, holy ish. Dude, let's do a screen grab. That's amazing. There's, what number am I? Uh, I think, <laughs> well, it's not 250, maybe like 263 oh, or something God. like that. Okay, but so that's not 250, but that's top three. But geez, I don't, that's, no. that you don't understand, like 
hundreds of thousands of podcasts are out there. I know. And, and people know. I'm not saying that you're a pioneer, but you have been a pioneer in podcasting since it was, you know, before it was popular. Now it's like everybody, everybody's got a podcast. Everybody and their mom has a podcast. Everybody. You know, cats even have podcasts these I know. days. It's you know? true. But it it's just amazing that you've kept this up over the years and you started out before anyone was like, oh, what's a podcast? I don't understand how that even works. How do you even download it? How do you listen to it? Now it's so easy to listen to podcasts and you can get it so many different ways. I know. It's crazy. I, I feel like it's just exploded. Like I think Serial was a big thing mm-hmm. on, on NPR, but I also think, yeah, it was 2005 mm-hmm. that I started. It was the first year podcasting was starting and People this, still don't know what the hell it is, but they're knowing more and more how to yeah, listen. No, they, and it's really easy. You could download like, the Podcast One app, and if you have iTunes on your phone, there's a podcast app that comes along with it for free mm-hmm. or Stitcher. Yeah. Whatever. And it's so easy. You just stream it. It's and I tell crazy. people this all the time. I like, grab their phones. I'm like, this so, is easy. Thank props you. to you. I've been, Thank you. Yeah. I've been holding that in to tell you here on the show. I appreciate that. Well, you've been with me along the way. And yeah, you've I think, I think uh, your brother and I have been the only consistent man in your life. <laughs> Ever. That's true. Actually, you're my longest relationship. Next yeah, I know, brother. right? Uh huh. Yeah, you drive me crazy, but I know. Oh, I'm so touched. <laughs> this, I need to take a moment. It's really yeah. Nice. So, so okay. Let's go back to dating, where people okay. actually give it f about. So, okay, you dropped the casual guy. I dropped the it's casual over. guy. I mean, we dropped. Can it you together. tell what, we're friends? Oh, so no. Oh, it's see, like, you always keep them in the friend zone. You back burner every single guy that you date. So he's in there. I, I can only think of one. I don't want to get into it because I always cut it out of the podcast when you delve deep into it. But I can only think of like one relationship that you've been in uh, where it ended badly and you don't talk to them. And oh, my then, God. Yeah. But I don't want to go into it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it, every other one, you're you're like cool with them. You hang out with them. You go on freaking vacations with new boyfriends, with ex-boyfriends. Exactly. And I think you're going to appreciate it because this guy's the same way. Like, I feel like he and I are going to be best friends in like three months. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. So there's like a weird thing. Well, like, no, uh, we actually saw each other anymore? the night. But oh, we're not okay. having sex. We're, we're just friends. And I adore him. I really do. And the truth is, is that, you know, moving to L.A. has been a big, it's been two and a half years now. Mm. But I was in San Francisco for 20, so making new friends, and, and I don't meet that many people that I think are awesome, because it's hard just to connect. You don't connect with every single person, and I don't have a lot of time, and so I really do want to be friends with them, and I think we just uh, we just want different things. But yeah, you're right. I, I really am friends. I think, you know, one of my best friends here is an ex from years ago, the one you used to call the used car salesman, which he's Well, he looked like a used car salesman. <laughs> he was wearing a suit. Didn't he have a pinky ring? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> And he did not have a pinky ring. He had like some weird cheesy gold ring and then he was wearing a suit Dude, and slick back hair. All he, he was doing like... was wearing a suit. He would not wear a <laughs> And you know what? It's so cool about seeing friends with exes, which is why I think if you can preserve a relationship, I get a lot of them and really ugly. Mm-hmm. But you share something with them. You're with them. You're close. Yeah. And why not continue the friendship? It's good to have good male friends. And I, and I actually, the ex here... The one from the used car salesman has a new girlfriend, and I can't wait to meet her and invite her to my birthday party, the whole thing. You're right. I am friends with the exes. It's a good time. It's crazy. So, okay, now you have a new friend. I have a new, uh, yeah, a new friend. The electronic friend that we talked about last time was the the Sivian. What's going on with that? Oh, my God, dude. It's still... What? I have to set it up. It's in my garage, though. Will you come over? Do I have to come over and set that up? Just like my two cable. <laughs> yeah. I know. We were doing the I Bravo show. I set up show. your cable and your Sibians. You did. Will you do that? Yeah. It'd be good. We could shoot a video. It's funny because um, because there is a video on our my YouTube channel, which I am growing. Mm-hmm. It's Sex with Emily, so you should check it out. Um, I had never... 
I hadn't had television in 20 years. And I was we were on a Bravo reality show called Misadvised, which is awesome. You can download it. And they made me into TV. They're like, how the hell can you be on a reality show yeah. that you've never seen anything on network? So I called Menace. So I'm like, 911. But the worst part was like, even after that, I could never turn it on and off. <laughs> and I'd be like, really? Menace. And then I had to write a sticker on the remote. That was a good time. Yeah, there's a little, those little notes. Are, I sound like your grandmother right now, like, but TVs are hard. Oh, it's hard stuff. Oh, I had to set up my dad's, all his stuff. Right, recently. see, I sound yeah. like your dad. <laughs> I know, it's so but, true. Do you know what's crazy? Uh, speaking of reality TVs, just recently, LA is so insane. You I never know. know who you're going to run to, who you're going to talk to. And um, I was at the House of Blues, which is shutting, it, what's on Sunset Boulevard mm-hmm. here in Los Angeles, which is shutting down, which is really sad. I know, it's really so sad. I, so I wanted to go before it is shut down. And uh, I had some friends who manage her part of uh, some band, you know, whatever. I'm, so I'm backstage and I'm talking with them. And then here comes all these TV cameras. And I'm like, oh, that's that's kind of weird, you know. And then my friend t- told me, like, oh, they're shooting uh, Dash Dolls right now. Oh. The Kim Kardashian spinoff show. No way. And then I go, oh, okay, that's cool. And then so... Uh, so I go and I sit down VIP and I'm, I'm watching the watching the band and then all the Dash doll girls come sit at my table and they're like shooting all the stuff. Oh my god! So then they like, made me sign paperwork. So right, you're you like, might, I know this drill. You might see me on on the show, you like probably for like a frame like years or ago. You were talking on the show, and like well, you're gonna really get to talk about the Kardashians. Yeah. People still send emails because they listen to the old shows all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, do you talk about the Kardashians? We talked about oh, like three dude, times. Dude, I'm sorry. Only millions of people are into the Kardashians. <laughs> I'm sorry that you are too cool for school. Not that too cool. You know, you can't, it's, una- it's, it's unavoidable if you turn on the television or radio or go on the internet. I hear you. They're you know? I sound like I don't know who they are. <laughs> My niece is here right now from Michigan, right? Oh, nice. Yeah. All she wanted to do is go to Dash. Oh, really? Nice. I'm like, we'll walk in. We'll you should have just had me take her. <laughs> Dude, really? Can you take her place? She's still here. Um, okay, I think we have to welcome our guest. Okay, cool. Holly Randall, welcome hey, to the what's show. Up, Holly? Thank How you, you doing? so much. I'm Thank good. Thank you How are so you? much for being here. We already gave you a little little intro here, but Holly Randall, she's the daughter of legendary erotic photographer Susie Randall. Is it Suze? It's Suze. Yeah. Suze Randall, and you've shot the cover of almost every major men's magazine. Which That's is right. Quite yeah. a wow. feat. Yeah. Um, Playboy, Penthouse. I mean, you've been doing photography, but now you're also directing, correct? Yes. And you were nominated for an Expos Award in 2014, Best Photo Site. Yes, that's right. And it's all at hollyrandall.com. And right now, I love that you're the host of the Playboy TV's Adult Film School. Yes. That is amazing. I love the concept of that show because we're always talking on the show. And this, I already said that's nice, Mm -hmm. right? I'm just trying to be polite. I'm like at a party. Like, hey, you guys all met? You know Madison here? You know yeah. um, that we that, that I'm always telling couples, you know, exchange bucket lists or talk about your sexual fan. And it's so, it can be so hard for couples in long-term relationships. And I think like the service of this show, like helping couples make their own sex tape and living out their own fantasies is a great concept. Yeah. What I really love about the show is that it's this um, opportunity that I can to, that I have to give these couples um, this amazing experience and especially the the women too, you know, because we take them through the entire transformation of the makeup and the hair and the wardrobe and the styling and we build a set and it's all, you know, attuned to the specific fantasy that they request from us. So um, for them to really see this whole transformation that they get to go through, like the professionals do, and then these girls get to see themselves in a totally different light, you know, like and they feel the confident, they feel mm-hmm. confident, they feel sexy, and they emanate that, and then you know their their husband or their boyfriend picks up on that, and then it really just kind of like snowballs from there, and it's just a 
great experience. And I think, yeah, it is a great experience. I would think that it would be so inspiring, too, hopefully, for women watching, because as we know, when, you know, low self-esteem, you know, lacking confidence, not feeling good about your body, like, is a huge huge killer of women's sex drive, their libido, the reason why they're not able to, you know, really have the sex life they want, they deserve. So I think that's super cool. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, you know, like there's so much smoke. I mean, we compare ourselves to, you know, what we see like in the media and what we see, you know, and in, in online, especially, you know, with, with porn and that kind of thing. Um, and so I think it was really great for these people to see themselves like kind of in that light, like after, you know, they've gone through all of those those pre-production steps and they say oh my god you know like I can look amazing too and I think also it helped them realize that um you know that there is a lot of smoke and mirrors involved in in all of right. this and and that these girls don't necessarily look perfect like they did from not the wake up like this yes yeah. <laughs> no for somebody that hasn't uh seen the show is it can you explain it, it so sure. it says film school it does it teach you how to make a video or what it we definitely drop like little like nuggets mm-hmm. of knowledge like here and there mm-hmm. throughout Good the lighting. show yeah. yeah 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 like we say like okay you know you know you can take what we're doing right here in the show and you can apply this at home and and let me explain this in a, in a way that it would make sense at home so but basically the show is um about taking amateur couples who want to make a professional sex tape and mm-hmm. they they come to me and they send in their amateur one that they filmed at home like on their smartphone or on their laptop or however they did it and then um I critique it, and we talk about how we could, you know, improve upon it. And then they tell me their fantasy, like what they want to act out, you know. Um, like, maybe. what are some of them? Um, there was a fireman one, and that was actually really fun because what we did was we really made that one really playful and kind of hokey and cheesy, like in a purposely. Right. And so it was actually like really kind of funny. We had this whole like intro where we had the smoke machine and like basically the girls like dreaming on the bed because we didn't want to actually like make it seem like it was a dangerous situation like right. there was actually a like fire going like, on. Like, it was like pretend fire. Yeah, right. No smoke. Yeah, right. so we really need to make sure that we played at the fantasy angle like because all women love firemen. Right. So the idea was that the girl was dreaming and like in her dream like this sexy fireman like burst through the door like with this axe and like this all this mm. smoke behind him and it was just this very dramatic entrance is very hokey and cheesy but it was really really fun and I think it was really fun for them to act that out and and to have fun with it and then obviously the fun leads to the sex which is sexy so you know it can be fun and it can be sexy yeah now is it is it people that just want to make a video for their home use or is it actually people that want to market it after they they shoot something a a couple of them had aspirations to Mm -hmm. maybe move on into the adult arena and Mm -hmm. do like adult movies but most of them honestly were just like couples who just had kind of like a kinky side that they wanted to explore a lot of them were married with kids lived Mm -hmm. in like small towns in like the midwest i mean you know because we fly people from all over the u.s so most of them were really just honestly just real couples who just wanted to have this opportunity to make this like have this experience and make this incredible beautiful product like showing their love Mm. and that's that's really the extent of it right i mean i think that that it can be really you know a great thing for couples to reconnect them if they've been together a long time as well but then they're doing it on tv so then everyone sees it so i would think but the message is i guess do it at home too like live out your fantasies at home and figure out yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, not everybody is comfortable going and having sex no. on, on TV, you no, know, like not yet. I for everyone yet. to see. But like these people that are on the show are adventurous enough to do that. And then, like I said, you know, we we talk about how you at home, who's watching the show but isn't necessarily going to, you know, cast for the show, how you can apply, you know, what we're doing right now to your uh, tapes at home and how you can improve them. 
That's cool. Are there any popular fantasies that keep coming? You're like, really? Another one with the pizza guy? You know? <laughs> um, let's see. There's a lot of uh, like made ones, like French made, you know, because that's like a sexy mm-hmm. outfit, and there's kind of like a role playing thing in there. Yeah. There was there was a couple of firemen and firemen ones, policemen. Right. Um, a lot of ones where you know the familiar kind of typical ones like mm-hmm. schoolgirl, like. The ones that right. I think that you and I. But then, do you like write a of. script for them, or are you like, do they follow a script, or it's more like, here's how it's going to go down. You're going to walk in, he's going to spank you, tell you right on the chalkboard, you know? Yeah, we definitely don't do a script because, like, right. for me to ask them to like memorize, memorize lines, lines. Like, you're going to be yeah. naked on camera, have sex, and you got to memorize. Yeah, and you got to act. It's like it's too much for them, you know. So we try to make it as simple as possible and and as fun as possible. Well, so. I think it's great, and I have a quote. I actually read. I was reading an interview that someone did with you, and I think it's. I think it was a great quote you said. I'd like to be able to encourage women to open up and to embrace their sexual selves. After all, the sex drive is one of the most important and strongest motivations known to mankind. Its significance is profound and it should not be ignored or feared, which so many people do. And that doesn't mean you need to believe in free love or screw every guy who comes your way. It just means that you need to allow yourself to explore what drives you and allow yourself to give those needs consideration and respect. It's part of a well-balanced individual. So it's almost like say this is a requirement because so many couples are struggling with their sex drives and can staying connected after six months, six years, you know, 20 years. And it, it's like, it, I mean, I almost think a lot of the monogamous sex or sex in general is, is in crisis in a lot of ways because couples don't know how to keep it going. And that's why, you know, I do my show. I try to help them. So I feel like that's the, the work that you're doing. Especially, well. Yeah. Especially too, because people are just so afraid to even just talk about it. I mean, even just opening the lines of communication is mean, the first step, you know, and that's, and that's what, the hardest do you have one. Any tip? Okay. Because I've been doing this for, we've been doing this show for 10 years and I've given a lot and like, just talk to them. And then lately this last year, I've just been thinking, you know, it's not so easy. I'm always like, it's like ripping a bandaid off. But I mean, do you have any special tips for couples who've never talked about it or just how to start breaking the ice or things that have worked for them? I think that maybe t- watching, I, I think actually this is... Because you make porn as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of the reasons I think that like st- something like Fifty Shades of Grey has been so successful because it's something that's mainstream enough that like you would go and watch it, you know, in the theater, you know, it's like a, a porn where like you wouldn't go watch it with mm-hmm. your friends or your significant right. other, you wouldn't, that's something that you need to hide, but it also opens up, you know, this whole other world that most people haven't explored. And I think that a lot of couples probably did go see that movie and then come back from that and think, hmm, you know, hmm. these explored some interesting topics that, you know, maybe you and I should think exactly. about. So I think that maybe something like that, like watching like a, a sexy movie that isn't necessarily a porno, like... Fifty Shades Grey, or actually my favorite. I mean, if we're talking, yeah, you know, tell like me some good stuff BDSM, for... like The Secretary yeah. is my oh, favorite. Secretary is such a good film. But, but not everybody's into that. Right. Kind of so thing, what else know? would you suggest that would be good for couples in the porn or some of the films you've made or, you know, anything that you've... Um, it, well, it, I mean, if you want to watch an actual, like, adult movie, um, I mean, you know, there's a lot of, like, so couple-friendly porn out there. I mean, it's just... Right. It's I know. Of, there's so much. I'm always... I'm, I'm just wondering if there's anything that you love but you know I, I love get the it. stuff I just... that um, I mean obviously the stuff that I do is fantastic. right well, tell, me, tell me about your favorite <laughs> film that you've done what's the one that um, you really love well actually I just shot because normally I shoot so I started off as a photographer right and then I actually taught myself how to shoot video and how to direct because I could see that that's where the industry was going because I've been doing this for 17 years right and you grew up with it in your home yeah which is so interesting exactly so like I've been around it for a long time so I saw it progress from 
way before the internet started, when it was just magazines and movies, and then the internet, and the beginning of the internet, when really it was just photos because the technology wasn't good enough for video, and then mm -hmm. video, you know, the streaming got better, and so everyone wanted more and more video, so I was like, oh God, I better start doing video. I have no right. idea what I'm doing, but mm -hmm. I better figure it out. It's the best way to learn. Yeah, so, um, so I just started shooting scenes, um, and uh, I mean, you know, this is years ago, but still most people just know me as a photographer. A lot of people don't know that I actually shoot and direct video as well. So I just shot my first movie actually as a cohesive piece oh, that's going to be, thank you, distributed um, through Adult DVD Empire. And that's called um, True Erotica. And so True that, Erotica. Yeah. So I would say that that probably is one piece is kind of like my most current and proudest Congratulations. Piece Can they nice. find out more on hollyrandall.com? Um, or where would they find it? We really... Following me on social media is the okay, best so way yeah, to get the media, news on that. Your, so talk about your social media. Twitter, it's very easy. Um, I'm not <laughs> famous or important enough for anyone <laughs> wanting to pretend to be me. So pretty much if it says Holly Randall, it's probably me. Okay. Um, so I'm just at Holly Randall on Twitter, at Holly Randall on Instagram, okay. um, at Holly Randall 78 on Tumblr, and then um, I'm on Facebook as well. Got how, it. How does this go over in your personal life when you meet new people that they're not in the industry and you tell yeah, them what you, what do. you do. I mean, Emily goes through I that all the time. I deal this daily. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'd like to hear. It depends on yeah. who it is, right? So I kind of gauge like right. who mm -hmm. I'm talking to, like what I think they might or not may be cool with what they mm -hmm. may not be. I'm lucky enough that I have a very broad spectrum of clients that I work for. So I shoot for everyone from Playboy. I shoot for Playboy Plus um, all the way to like browsers. So mm -hmm. I can like, if, I, if I'm shooting with somebody, if I'm talking to somebody who I think's like, you know, Playboy is respectable to them, but any but anything a little bit more, right. and then I'm just like, oh yeah, I shoot for Playboy, and then I don't just don't mention <laughs> yeah. the rest right, of exactly. the stuff. I just leave that yeah. part out, and then they're like, oh, that's so interesting, you know. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Or I just tell them I'm a glamour photographer, and I just shoot like model portfolios and pinups. Yeah. Stuff. Well, what what about are? in your personal life, though? Mm -hmm. In your personal. Are you life. in a yeah? Are you in a relationship or do you date? I am. Okay. I am. Yes. So mm -hmm. and um yeah no I mean he loves porn so he yeah, has no yeah, problem with what I do. He's like bonus. <laughs> yeah, but I. How did that go when you first broke that to him, or well, did actually, let's get well, meet him through work. Or? Yeah, I met him oh, okay. through work. I met him through the Playboy TV show. Oh, you did? Yeah, he's okay. a producer That's on the good. show. I mean, because it is can be a stark and I'm like, I give advice on relationships. It depends <laughs> yeah. who I'm talking to. Yeah, I think honestly, like, I, I always feel bad for men who work in the industry because I feel like they have a much harder time finding a woman who understands who's understanding about them working in the industry than it is for a woman. I mean, honestly, I've never had a problem where I've dated a guy and he's like, you work in porn, I don't oh ever God. want to speak to you again. Like, yeah. I've never had that <laughs> yeah, problem. I don't think so. you will ever have that yeah, problem. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They're like, really, let's like let's hang out more. Yeah, exactly. Date, if anything, like it makes date now. me more interesting to people. Yeah. So Okay, so first we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and talk more about all the sexy stuff you do. But I need to uh, talk about the flashlight because... Do you know about the flashlight? The number one sex toy for men? Male oh, masturbation stuff? Are you kidding me? I've shot a whole bunch of their stuff. Actually. Oh, nice. you did? Oh, yeah. I worked with them a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we love, love the flashlight. Huge fan of flashlight. And um, so you've have you shot them getting like the molds and stuff? Or you shoot the photography for the website? The photography for the website and some of the box stuff. Like I shot like Jesse Jane, Tara Patrick. Oh, okay. Um, Rarely steal. We live with them in our Tegan office. All the, we live with your artwork in our office Sweet. because if you come and drop me, we have the flashlight Yay. boxes everywhere. That's awesome. So as you know, it is 
an amazing experience for men. If I had a penis, I would stay home all day it's, with my flashlight. It's so funny because, you know, every time I shoot for them, I, I get some samples. And my guy friends just like, I mean, I, they just steal them from me. Right, They're Same. just like, oh, my God. Every guy I've given a flashlight to just like loves loves them. Right? And yeah. it's like, I don't know how. It's, like, it's not like it's going to replace sex. It's not like it's going to replace your partner. But it feels different and amazing than yeah. sex. It's not, you know, it's like the ridges inside, the ribs. I've used it with my boyfriend. And it was a lot of fun. It's so fun. Yeah. It's a hand job, man. It's the hand job movement we used to talk about years I ago. Know. I love you hand jobs. You were pushing that hand job. I was like, I wasn't trying to replace the blowjob. I'm like, hand jobs are fun. And then the fleshlight makes it even a lot more fun. It's engineered to look and feel like the real deal. You can also get them that look like your favorite porn star. They have their vaginas molded. I was actually invited to Austin to one of the moldings recently, but I couldn't go. Mm. I really wanted to. It's They have a beautiful place there. I know. I'm yeah. going to go soon. I definitely am. Um, so yeah, you guys check it out. And I've heard from a lot of listeners, I mean, that have actually bought them and thanked me. And no one has said, why the hell did you make me buy a flashlight? So I think it is your time. If you want to spice up your sex life, you want to last longer in bed, they have a stamina training unit. So check it out. Go to sexwithemily.com, click on the flashlight banner, use coupon code EMILY, and you get a free bottle of their award-winning flesh lube. Because what is a flashlight without some lube, right? What is life without lube? Are you kidding? <laughs> Come on. I love lube. Um, okay, so... You're, you typically are shooting women then that are already in the industry, or do you do like do boudoir stuff? I mean, or do you do? It's mostly industry people who are. It's mostly industry people, but I have had people hire me for boudoir shoots. I've shot like wives for husbands, for anniversary presents, for wedding presents, and stuff like that. Because so. I think it can be so great for, for to empowering oh, for yeah. women. Like you, we were talking about kind of how we started and saying just giving them confidence, stuff yeah. like that. So because. If you don't have, you know, we're always talking in the show about how to get how to get the confidence, but I think it's it's a great tool, like just to look at yourself and to take it. You know, how do you work with women in that? Like, do you kind of ask? You know, is it kind of like a give and take? How do you feel about this? I mean, it's because a very intimate experience too when you're shooting someone. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I really kind of. I mean, obviously, if they're hiring me to shoot them for their own personal use, then obviously, you know, it's their say how they want to shoot, what they want to do. And everybody's different. Some people are very specific, have very specific ideas. Some people really don't have any idea what they want. And they right. want me to feed them ideas. And then, you know, I give them ideas. And then they say what they like, what they don't like. So um, I think it's really important to make sure that, you know, that they feel safe and they feel secure, you know, and they're and that we're shooting in like in a, in a closed environment. Like I make sure that the location that I'm shooting at, like the owner is not a guy who's gonna like hang around or right. have like people over like coming in and out of the house. Like sometimes you get people that don't, don't understand like that, you know, it's kind of, we really just wanna keep it intimate and keep people away. Right. And so, um, so I take that into consideration and I make sure that, you know, I get a really great makeup artist who's gonna make them look good, but also gonna make them feel good. You know, right. he's gonna talk to them through the whole process. Um, a lot of times, um, if the budget allows for it, I'll hire a clothing stylist too. And I'll ask the girl too before the shoot, I'll go, look, you know, do you have any flaws or anything that you're concerned about that you, that you want me to know about? You know, because all of us have something that we're insecure Everybody about. Everybody has something. Like maybe you like have a, a tummy you don't love. Maybe you um, don't want to show off your boobs too much, but you want to show off your butt, like whatever right. it is. And then we take that you into consideration when we dress you. You know, we can dress you in outfits that'll show off your boobs, but hide your tummy, like whatever it is that that you need. So. Right. Okay. I Because I need some, okay, so I've never taken, well, I actually, okay, so that back up. I did a boudoir shoot in San Francisco years ago. Do you remember this? It was a woman, she was a guest on the show, probably yeah. like six, seven, six, seven mm -hmm. years ago. And she's like, oh, I'll do one for you. And it was cool, but I, I think I wasn't, 
I liked the pictures. They were great, the photos. But I was I don't think I was as maybe confident. At t- I mean, I don't know what. But I would love to do it again. And I do think that it was it was a good experience seeing that, seeing myself in that light. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and definitely, like, you know, talking to her first or, what, you know, ex- uh, accentuating the parts of yourself that you feel good about. I think it was just, like, uh, maybe some of the photos weren't really your style. Yeah, you know? yeah, it wasn't. I'd rather do something that was. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. It I think was, it's important. She wasn't my jam. It wasn't yeah. my. I think thing. it's yeah, important yeah. to incorporate um, what the person likes too, and also like especially when I work with new models, you know, I always think it's a good idea to consider incorporating some kind of prop into the situation. For example, like a lot of girls, like when they're modeling, they don't know what to do with their hands. You right. know, like this one, like what do I do? Mm-hmm. Give them a flashlight. No. Yeah, I know, right? Give them yeah. a flashlight and pose with flashlights. Right. But you know, like say you're doing something like. I don't know, a really cute scenario where the girl's like riding a bike and then like, you know, there's a basket of flowers and then she has flowers to hold and she can kind of play with the That's flowers. That's smart. That's good. Or something like that. But if you're shooting somebody who has very specific interests, and I'll ask girls this too, like when I shoot for Playboy, especially if I'm shooting like a Cyber Girl of the Month, like we might want to do a set that reflects like who you are as a person and yeah. what you're into and your hobbies. And especially if you're new, if you're doing something that's kind of, or we're incorporating a set or a look or a concept that's familiar to you, then it makes you feel a little bit more comfortable in that situation because you're like, this is what I do. Like, right. this is something that I own and I'm going to photograph myself doing something and that I, I own. And I think that makes sense too because right now we all want to see everyone, you know, everything's about reality. So seeing who they really mm-hmm. are and not just in some pose that you've seen a million times but really incorporating who they are and then they'll feel more comfortable no matter, I guess, yeah. how experienced you are. Right. I think that's a good, that's a good, that's a good, uh, what's my word? That's a good tactic. She's Did having a party tonight, so there's a lot on, on her mind. No, my entire family's in town from Michigan, which is six people, <laughs> and I'm having a birthday party. It's not my birthday today. It was last week. But anyway, Happy no, birthday. I'm good. A few Thank hours. you. She's all stressed out. I'm not stressed out. That's I'm just she's... stressed out because my friend that I'm having with this stressed me out. All right. <laughs> she wanted me there an hour earlier. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going. Um, but but yeah, I'm not going early. But, okay, um, good. So the other thing is, okay, so what about, what do you think about this whole, like, selfie thing? Everyone taking selfies or sending naked photos and that thing? I mean, do you, oh, first man. of all, what do you think about it? And then do you have any tips for me? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've never sent a naked photo to a guy. I've never done it. I don't even get it. And Madison here, my producer, she's always trying. She's like, just when you feel good, Emily, just look in the mirror and take a bunch of pictures. I'm like, I don't have time because I'm usually late. But like, what? what, what okay. What's, what's a good advice for that? Well, um, good advice for selfies is, okay, window light is like the best thing that you can mm, use. Natural it's light. Funny. Natural light. Window mm. light is gorgeous because mm. it's this big, like, diffuse source of light. And it's funny because I see people do this all the time where they're trying to take a selfie in front of the window, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that the the camera in the phone is going to automatically compensate for the brightest thing in the photo. The brightest thing is going to be the window behind you. So it's going to compensate for behind you, not you. So that's how you turn into a silhouette. But if you flip around so that the window is lighting you, so the phone is in front of your face and the window is behind uh, the phone. Oh. So you're using the window yeah. to you light you. You just changed my entire life. It will like... That's all I needed to know. Every time. It's just the best light and the catch light in the, the eyes. It's gorgeous. And usually, actually, the best um, window light is in cars. That's why you see people take yeah. pictures of themselves in oh, cars all the right, time. Right, because you got the sunlight coming mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Okay, the first one, tips? the wrong way, is called backlighting. Yeah, right? and unless you have a light in mm-hmm. front that can balance out that backlight, it, which yeah. you don't. It, what about, like, po- is there certain yeah. ways, like, you're supposed to... 
Well, obviously, like, okay, so anything about, if you were talking, like, portrait, like, face shots, anything a little bit above eye level is best. Right? That's what I think, too. Yeah. And also, too, like, you want to make sure, you want to keep the camera, the phone is kind of as far away from your face as you can because the clo- because it's a wide-angle lens. Hence and so the, the closer, stick. exactly, <laughs> the closer it is to you and your face, the more distorted you're going to look. Okay. Because it's wide, so it, so you want to mm. get it as far away from your face, and that's. Just I've been using a Olo clip. Do you know what those are? Mm-mm. It's a lens. It's like a fisheye type lens that you you can put onto your phone, no. and then, so you don't have a selfie stick that you're putting out forever. It, yeah, I've been. I want one. Using that one. That's why I actually, you know, I never post any selfies, but since there's been guests coming in lately, I've been using the Olo clip, and it's great. Okay, good to know. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, thank you. Um, Holly, so, so what else are you working on? Like, is there any next projects? Are you more interested in doing film now or are you be doing more photography or a little bit of everything? Well, the thing is, is that the market is really going towards film. It's not really going towards photography. I I wish it was. I mean, in my heart, photography is still my, my first love and still the, the one thing that I will probably prefer, but I I love shooting video and, you know, I've improved a lot and I've learned a lot Mm -hmm. and, um, uh, so I'm shooting my second movie for Adult DVD Empire right now. So oh, good. I just shot the first half since I have the second half. Congratulations! Thank you very much. Um, now, what is um, if you could shoot like your fantasy sex scene? What would what would be yours if you felt like sharing that with us? My own fantasy sex scene? Oh man! Oh gosh! I don't know. It would, well, it's funny because I would say like it would probably be something on the beach or something at sunset. But it's funny because I think in my head like because I've shot stuff at sunset on the beach and I'm thinking all of like the production problems that one would have. I'm thinking like oh my god, like the gnats come out at sunset <laughs> right. and like the sand gets in your vagina right. and it like right. grinds on everything. And then like there's little like sand mites and then it gets cold and then I'm like no. Nah. So like I'm just thinking so maybe something inside. <laughs> I always had this one for years that people love Tell and I go no 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 not me but one for you and then you're always anti it but oh. I think you might turn around this time <laughs> so like years ago oh. um, I'm like what's your ideal man and I go if you find a guy that's absolutely perfect you know would you be with him and I go but there's one thing he <laughs> he wants you to dress up as the hamburger from <laughs> from McDonald's and then that's his only one thing, but he's perfect in every single way. And he's your dream man. Like, you'll get married to him, but he just wants to do that. And do you know what she said? She said that she wouldn't do it. I did. Okay. Okay, no, you know How what? often? How often am I the I'm sort of, I'm sort of, like, going to defend you on that one because, like, if you, I don't care how perfect he is. But if you meet a guy who wants you to dress up as a hamburger, I feel like there's like underlying dark issues there that like need to be explored and are just gonna like but that's come out you, after like 20 years of marriage or something that's like that at like the what? worst time. But check this out. But check this out. It's crazy because I've been talking about this for years. And just recently, they updated the hamburger. Dude, someone, one of our longtime listeners, Greg, emailed me that. So now he's like a hipster guy. No, he just And I think you would probably sleep with this guy if he was at the bar. (laughs) (laughs) You totally would. You totally would. One of our longtime listeners, Greg, shout out to Greg, he emails me all the time. He did send me that. He's like, check this out. The new hair, let me see him. Let me see him. Maybe maybe I'd bang him. You would bang him. I know you would. He looks like a hipster douchebag from San Francisco that you always sleep with. I, I thought I slept with these car salesmen. <laughs> that too. I never slept with hipsters. Wow. 
Oh, he's cute. See, I told you. But he's not you. a cartoon. See, now you're turning around <laughs> on it. See, now you're on okay, board. Okay, I bang that hamburger. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Well, there's sometimes you gotta draw the line. Maybe like, and how often was it? Was it once a year on his birthday? <laughs> um, okay, I would love if you would help me answer an email from one of my sure. listeners. Sure, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go tune something real quick. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Where are you keep, going? You're keep out. on talking. Okay. Um, hi, Emily. Thank you for a lot of your advice. I have recently discovered how to orgasm. Yay! The only thing is, I require porn to do so, and have yet to discover how to orgasm without it. This wouldn't be an issue if it weren't for the fact that my partner now insists on putting some on whenever we're getting intimate. I know he's trying to be help, and I appreciate him wanting me to enjoy myself, but I can't help but noticing he will often end up focusing more on the porn than on me, which makes me feel a bit inadequate and insecure. Am I being unreasonable, and how do I get past this? Any help would be appreciated. Thanks, Stacy. Wow. What would you say to this? Well, I mean, I think it's definitely not healthy to watch porn every time you have sex. I mean, that's, I mean. Or to do anything every time. Yeah. Right? Should, you should never do something every time you totally. have sex. Um, it sounds to me like maybe you need to create the excitement in the bedroom as opposed to on the TV. So it sounds like something, some kind of role-playing game. Exactly. Something different. Um, I mean, sometimes, you know, maybe even it's something as simple as, not going on vacation, but like renting a hotel room in your city, like so, so you know, like vacation just a nice place. The best. Yeah, and Getting then just go your... like get something like with a big bathtub and get like champagne and like mm. you know roses or whatever you want to do and and just you know or right. you know what's also kind of sexy too is that you can pretend like my boyfriend and I have talked about doing this. Okay. We haven't done it yet. Where you pretend like you're a mistress meeting, like you know you're like someone that you're having an affair with. It's exactly. It's so hot. And maybe you meet up in the hotel room or even you say, tonight when we come home, I'm your mistress. Yes. Or your, I actually, and you could dress up, some, you could wear something different that you would, totally would never wear. I mean, maybe you try a wig. Right. I don't know. It's so fun dressing up during sex. Yeah. And it's hot. You leave some of the clothes on. It's really sexy. And also, you know, our thoughts and fantasies are a huge part of female arousal. So I think because Stacey got tripped up because she was finally able to orgasm while watching porn, she's right. now attached to that experience. Right. So I think if she, like, just says, honey, no, no TV tonight or no porn tonight, and then they do start this role-playing or maybe they reenact one of the scenes they've seen in the porn exactly. or they talk about their own, kind of like people do on your TV show. Yeah. Um, they talk about what their fantasy is and they, they play it. I think that's all a good idea because if the porn can become a problem. And I've been with guys, too, where we've watched it and I'm like, He's really watching that porn a lot. Not like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've had that too. She gets jealous. I don't get, dude, I'm not a jealous person. But but if it's, that's all they're watching and they don't even know what I'm, you know. Yeah. Pay I'm attention to person. me. I like a lot of attention, but I'm not I'm not typically a jealous person. Yeah. And I don't think that she's been being unreasonable, though, because I think a lot of women are sort of walk the line. They're like, I like they're watching porn, but I don't want him to be just only watching the porn. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. yeah, it's unhealthy yeah. to fixate on, on anything. Exactly. Oh, you were just talking about hotel sex. Ugh, I got to mention this because we were talking about this earlier on yes. um, the radio show that I do today. And there was this amazing hotel that we were talking about. It's called the Caesars Resort in the Poconos. And this is the place you got to shoot next. It looks crazy. It's a big, they have a big champagne glass in your hotel room. Oh my God, let me see. That you can like hang out in. Look at how amazing. I don't know if you have to get a location (laughs) release on that, but look how amazing that That is. That is amazing. What's it called? Where is it? Caesars Resorts in the Poconos. Just tweet it or post it. You know, there's, um, I have my, a friend of mine stayed at the MGM, like in the Google. Like the Google, tower, the Google room, oh my God. Mm-hmm. something like that, and they had like a champagne like 
tub there. He said, "Really? Wait, yeah." He called I me take, from there. Wait. He's like, "You want to shoot here so bad? <laughs> yeah. You know you do." I just took a picture of what you sent to me. Yes. I'm yes. No, yeah. Thank you. That's right. really cool. I mean, I did. What? Wait, Madison. What? I just did a, a thing on hotel sex for I some. Mean, act, vacation sex. Yeah, but but what was the hotel sex quotes for your tango? Uh, no, it's Huffington Post. Huffington Post. And then mm. I did actually, I have a new column for Harper's Bazaar that's coming out, I think, next week online. And I did one on vacation sex. Because there is something to be said about switching up your location. When you're with someone and you're only having sex in the bedroom, and you know people that can't afford a hotel, then go on your back porch or dog sit for a friend and go in their house. I mean, or go in the living room. Just try to change up your location. You know, <laughs> it's just important to like mix it all up. Yeah. I want to have sex in that champagne glass. And in your next. car. Do it. In I the mean, car, it's hot. I gave Unexpected. my boyfriend a hand job. In the car the other day yeah. while they were coming. Yeah, right? That's nice. awesome. How's life to see, right? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit and safer than Roadhead. Yeah. Yeah, a lot safer, especially since I was driving. Oh, <laughs> nice. That would have been a disaster. We were like multitasker. <laughs> well, oh, we were in traffic. Yeah, right, I get yeah. it. You know, traffic in LA. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was so We were happy. on the 405 for a very long time. I'm so happy because the magic wand, I was just talking about this, but they, they become rechargeable now. You know the magic wand, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now they just came out rechargeable. Yes. Did you know this? Yes. So now I'm like, well, you can use it in traffic. I was saying this in my show, and they're like, that's really dangerous. I'm like, well, okay, I'm just saying, but you, know, you don't need the plug anymore. Because um, it could be. This is why we need uh, self driving cars to come out faster. That He's is what I've been saying. obsessed with them. Oh my God. So like since self-driving cars has like been a thing that they've been testing, I go, Emily, how awesome would it be like if, okay, I'm just going to program my car to drive to Vegas on the way and then you're just having sex in the backseat of the I car. Know. She's like, that's not safe. I'm like, no, dude, fucking safe scientists me driving, make though, the car. I'm not it a should driver. be okay. Right. No, it's, no, funny. Right. it's funny that you're thinking like you're having sex in the back of the car <laughs> yeah. the whole way. I'm thinking like, I could read in the back of the right. car the whole oh. way. I'm like, I could do work. Over. Like, yeah, but, I'm like, yeah, you're right though. So many things. I would just take a nap. I've been so into Uber lately. Like I wasn't that into Uber because I was like, I'd like to have my car. I would need everything in it and I didn't have a car for a week because I was a uh, whatever got was in service and I and I, I just I love it because I can sit I can chill I get I arrive calm and mm-hmm. then there's that moment when you realize that like getting an Uber is actually cheaper than like paying for yeah, parking yeah. like exactly. in LA like especially if you're going to like West Hollywood or something right. like you pay like twenty yeah. bucks to park for like totally. An I'm getting hour. rid of my car and I can drink it's fine it's I good. know dude right it's uh, the best. now there's no reason to start uh, to not start drinking at right. 10 a.m. yeah. yeah. Or now. Also, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've been hearing all the articles lately, but Uber drivers are getting laid all the time now. Shut I up. swear to God. No, dude. How yeah. did we not heard that? I had an Uber driver actually hit on me. Um, yeah. He was driving me on Valentine's Day oh. to a oh. restaurant yeah. to meet my boyfriend oh. for dinner. And he texted me afterwards and said that he found me really attractive and asked. If but I did you say you were on your way to meet your boyfriend? Yes. Or oh, you did. See, this oh, is okay. inappropriate because they That's do have your personal it's information. So inappropriate. No, like, no did he text you through the app or text you on your phone? No, because they text me on the phone. Oh, really? Wow. My, yeah, That's inappropriate because you get out of your Uber car. Oh, like so our relationship is over. Mm-hmm. Like you just got paid yeah. my credit card bill. You yeah. got money. If I didn't bring it up in the car, I'm not interested now. That's weird. I wonder. I mean, I've had him. I usually, you know, I'm usually on the phone or busy, but I don't want. That happened. That's a little invasion of privacy. Oh, it was yeah. so, well. And the thing was, is that I I kind of wanted to complain about him, but he picked me up from my house. So I was Ooh. like, oh, so he knows where he lives. Yeah, and that's I was like, true. Uh, I'm we're gonna... so trusting of this too, because like, yeah. who? It's like everyone's an Uber driver. Now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, okay, I kind of so... walked down the street just hmm? in case. Oh, that's smart. They might. You're so smart. Okay, Holly. Um, what else? So we want to so we want to talk about people should check out your movie coming out, Adult DVD Empire. Movie. Yes, that's the distributor. The distributor. And um, Playboy TV Adult Film School is that 
on for another. You had three seasons. Congratulations, by the way, Thank because you. that's not easy. Well, the third television. so the third season just finished, and the fourth season is going to be airing sometime later this year. I don't know when yet. They well, I think it's a, a great date. concept. I think Thank it's a great you. show. So congratulations, Thank and you can you. find you Holly Randall. That's R A N D A L L. Yes, and that's at Holly Randall on Twitter and Instagram, and your website. Yes. Thank you for being here. Thank it's you. It's been super fun. And I also, thank you, Menace. Thank you. Um, and I also wanted to say, which I forgot to say at the beginning, that I am now teaching monthly workshops at Hustler Hollywood. I started, you know, I taught my, yeah. my blowjob workshop. No, what I, I oh, saw yeah. pictures on Instagram. The first one was... The first one was How to Blow His Mind. How to Blow His Mind. And the other one was Masturbation Month. And this one now is going to be monthly. And this one is called Going Down with Emily. It's a <laughs> workshop all about improving your oral sex skills for men and for women. It is Tuesday, June 23rd from 7.30 to 9 at Hustler Hollywood. And you can RSVP at HHRSVP at LFP.com. That's like Larry Flint Productions, LFP.com to save your seat. And we have a blast because, first of all, men, there were listeners there that because I don't, we don't do. I haven't done a lot of public stuff over the years. It's not because I'm like a hermit. I just I'm on the radio all the time. I'm right. doing this. But someone's been listening since Free FM. Like, oh wow! Literally like ten years ago, and I was like, oh my god! So people come in and it's crazy. You know, we've never met. Just come. It's fun. Then we go shopping for toys in the store after. I give you advice. We cool. hang. It's chill. We have drinks, snacks. So come join me there. You have charts. I saw charts Chinks. in the photo. Oh, I made a, vagina, a vulva. Yeah. And I was pointing out all the different parts. Mm-hmm. So people and they have knew. a great little, like, cafe there, too. I know. I've been to a lot of events there. Have yeah. you? You yeah. should come. They have great... You live in this area, right? Or do you yeah. New York? Okay, you I live go. in West LA. That's right. Okay. Good. You should come. It's a good time. They do... What do they have? The jizz drink? They're canceling their cafe, actually. Uh, yeah. That guy had listened to me bitch about it last time. I was like, where's my, where's my chocolate jizz drink? <laughs> oh, I love the name... Bummed. Yeah. You yielded it too, actually. I did? You called him out. You're like, she wants her dark and dirty chai. Mm. <laughs> oh, I'm pissed. But anyway, we're going to have drinks for you and stuff like that. And also, thank you, Madison, producer Madison. Thank you, Lori, intern, for producing a great show. Mm. Thank you, uh, Menace, for being here and being so fabulous. Thank Always. you, Holly. Thank you. And everyone, what else do I have to tell you? Oh, follow me. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all Sex with Emily. And thanks so much for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, peeps. Here's the thing. I know a lot of you want to last a little longer in bed or you just want to have better sex all around and there is an orgasm gap women take okay i'm going to ask my guest here holly i know you're rocking out but real quick how long do you think it takes a woman to orgasm on average you probably know this oh man uh, God, and it can it be a long span i know it can be it can be a while it can be like a good like 15 minutes or something. that's short 15 to 40 15 to 30 I don't, you know, I mean, the girls that I work with, they're not always <laughs> orgasming for real. Right, exactly. They're fake, okay, fake orgasms. <laughs> but typically for a woman, it's like between like 15 and 40. And for men, it's like six and eight. So promescent actually closes the arousal gap so you guys can come together. At least you can wait until she goes. Promescent is a quickly absorbing delay spray that allows you to have the sex you want. It's the only FDA approval for premature ejaculation. Or if you just want to last longer in bed, check it out. Go to promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S. C-E-N-T.com. Thanks for listening. You know, when people start having public conversations with the psychotic voices in their own heads, well, you either get them a straitjacket or a podcast. For Phil Hendry, we chose podcast. Which seems to be the right decision, because since the world of Phil Hendry debuted at Podcast One, his audience has doubled, or without the number of weird characters in his head. Well, I hope you're not referring to me. You better not be referring to me. Download a new episode of The World of Phil Hendry every friggin' day. I can't be interesting. Right here at PodcastOne.com. That's PodcastONE.com.